Welcome to the Jesus is Winning podcast. I'm Mark Baxter and I'm your host. Get ready to be encouraged and inspired from gospel stories around the globe. Jesus is on the throne and he is winning. Okay, well, I want to introduce you to Papa Nee. He's a friend of mine. I've known him for a few years now and I've seen the ministry he has going on in Ghana. It is, honestly, it is amazing. Uh, how long have you been working in Ghana in the ministry? Yeah, ministry in Ghana uh, actually began in the year 2000, the outreach ministry. Yeah, so we are about 23 years now. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so right now you have uh, you have an orphanage, correct? Yeah, we have orphanage. Actually, this year we have been able to add another orphanage. So now we have two orphanages. Wow. Yeah. The first one in Accra has been there for about, um, it would start around 2014. Yeah. The one in Accra. But this year, we have started one at the, in the northern part of Ghana, uh, where a lot of mission activities are going on, where the, the uh, Islamic-dominated communities. We have managed to begin another orphanage there this year. Wow, that's amazing. Now, I've also seen this college you have. You built a college, correct? Yes. Um, the idea concerning the college was about uh, getting um, uh, missionaries who are able to go out and still have some kind of profession uh, so that um, why they are, that will give them freedom to be able to serve the law without thinking about uh, whether there's going to be a support or not so that they'll be able to survive on the, on the mission floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then you also have some churches that you oversee. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're busy man. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me something that's been really exciting happening in Ghana recently. What's been going on? Uh, so now, uh, having been in the ministry for a while, uh, uh, what I can say is that before everything was centering around me. And so um, during the year 2000, when I had the opportunity uh, to have my DTS in Jacksonville and uh, learning about DM, DMM, how we can make disciples, who make disciples, and other things like that. Uh, by the mercies of God, uh, we had the opportunity to start uh, DTS in Ghana, uh, which uh, you were very instrumental, and a couple of people who also uh, joined us, and that that was the turning point. That was the point, turning point. In the first school, were able to graduate about over, I think there were more than 26 people. I'm not too sure. And uh, most of them were already working with me, but um, they, have, they didn't know this disciple making and other things. So through that training, 
we were able to be exposed to a couple of simple tools that can make our work very effective and productive. And, uh, and since then, we have seen tremendous changes and the way uh, even their individual lives, how they uh, see ministry before and how we see it now, the changes are phenomenal. So uh, the first school and the second school has affected lots of individuals. And for now, it, uh, the second uh, orphanage we open is the, the, the recent school we had this year. Some of the graduates, three of them, they went to the north and they started, oh. they started the communities over there and through that, they, because of the result they were getting, um, uh, they told me uh, we can start the orphanage there. And they have begun the orphanage and, and school for them at the same time. So things are working. We are seeing great results based on the two DTS we have in Ghana has brought a lot of positive, positive uh, changes to the way the ministry view and the Wow. So I know one of the things you had mentioned is you've started some house churches. How is that going? Yeah. So the house churches, the first team, uh, the, the first DTS we had, by the end of that DTS, we had about 36 house churches. And so <laughs> when, some of, when some of them went to the international missions, it affected the growth of the house churches a little bit. So when they come, came back, and then they start to revive it. And uh, after the second school, they also they were able to continue with the foundation, and they added more to it. So now um, the house churches approach is working. And that is the same approach those who went to the north are using it. And now I can say that the, the house churches in the north is now working even more than the south. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because you know the southern people are used to going to churches like institutionalized right. church. So they are more used to that. And with the northern, right. the northern they are afraid even to go to the church. They don't go, there's no temple there, there are no churches there, no denomination there. All what they are used to is their tradition and their culture. So experiencing mm -hmm. Christ in their own homes, in their own communities, as if we are having fun, as if we are eating, and then we are sharing the kingdom principle with them is something that they are embracing in amazing way. So for now, the house churches in, in Accra, the one we started, we are working. The one, the one we started are working, but uh, yeah. Uh oh, that is amazing news from Prince. I just lost him on his uh, on the internet. You know, sometimes it's not too stable. <laughs> but he he is an amazing man. I can tell you. Uh, I've had the privilege, as he mentioned, of being involved in the. Uh, 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 the DTS is what, what's called a DTS. It's a discipleship training school. And 
having been there now and done two of them. There, there's three months of training and then an outreach. And as he mentioned, numerous churches like, hello, there he is, you're back. Oh, I I I I had that network this time. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, so now we, we have been able to, the second school have been able to revive the old house churches in the south. But now okay. where a new one has been opening every day and increasing is the one that is going on at the northern Ghana. And, and that's uh, in the Islamic what, area, is that right? That's in the Islamic area? Islam? They, they are over, let me say, over 90% Islam. And wow. some of the places they are not a single church there. You can't find a single church over there. And they and our team that we sent there are breaking the grounds and and and, and they are touching lives and 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 infecting the gospel in the community. <laughs> that is amazing. You had mentioned earlier about simple tools. What would be an example of a simple tool that has helped these teams that are out okay so now with the four field uh four field. Okay. the four field that uh, they learned from the dts school that we had and all the other tools that we we, we share with them how to monitor their progress how to do this how to do that debriefing with that so is it's, it's happening happen a lot. Before, we didn't know this kind of approach. Before, we didn't know how to enter. We didn't know how to do all these things. But with these tools, we know how to build the team, how to go, how to share the gospel, how to relate with them. Some of them, we see the trace circles, and then we go. So it's not before we thought that, the gospel is when you go, you just go and say the Bible say, the Bible say, the Bible say. And you see, uh, it's funny because this community, they don't even regard the Bible as a uh, as the voice of God. So going to right. tell them the Bible say was was something that was not working. So when right. we see this different way of sharing the gospel through telling of stories, you share your stories and then talk to them with the three circles and all the other important tools you and your team came to the DTS to share with them uh, is, is, is working amazingly and we are getting the result. Yeah. That, that's amazing. So, so what do you dream for Ghana? What do you see happening in the future? If, if, yeah, what I'm looking forward to what I'm looking forward to is not just in Ghana, is uh, my focus now is a more and more the traditional and Islamic strongholds in Africa. That is what we are looking forward to. With the successes we are getting in Ghana, we are very confident that uh, we can go we can go beyond Ghana. That is what I see. And so wow. uh, I know Burkina is waiting for us. Burkina Faso is waiting for us. Tunisia is waiting for us. Mali is waiting for us. There are a couple of uh, African countries we have in mind that 
all we need to do is to do more training and empower people and get support. You know, at the international missions really require a lot of support because some of these yeah. people think they are ready to go, but the means is not there. Air ticket, yeah. surviving on a, on a different country, different culture, to be able to be there, you need to have that support. So once yeah. the people are ready to be trained, they are ready to go. And so the support section is what we are praying and believing God for. Once that one, everything falls in line, I, I believe that we can transform more communities in Africa for the, for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, house churches are multiplying even beyond Ghana. And that, that's the dream. Yes. And I think the house churches from these communities that are not too friendly to churches and institutionalized churches, the house uh-huh. churches is the way to go. And that is what uh-huh. will bring the community transformation. Community transformation. That's yeah. another key is, yes, the yeah. practical thing, practical yes. ways of being the people. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that's amazing. So Northern Ghana, Burkina Faso, Mali, all around there will be impacted by the movement, right? A movement of multiplying church. We need to multiply. So they, I know they are waiting for us and we will uh, reach out to them. <laughs> yeah. And so the people who see this, the, the best thing they can do to help to help this movement really get some momentum going in Ghana. You mentioned uh, support, financial support, uh, exactly. prayer support. Yes. So now these are the two, the two kinds of support that we need. The first most important one is a training. Yeah. We need to continue with the training and get more people trained because when the, the average when you train more people, some will go, some might not be yeah, able to sure. go. So the more we train, the more our chances of getting more people to go. Yeah. 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 So the, tra- the training side is very, very, very important. So we need to continue with the training. And also, after the training, we need the, the, the people who are willing to go, they have to get that kind of financial backing. So the finance is also another big issue because as of now, as I'm talking to you now, I have about 12 people working at the Northern Ghana who are getting great results and they are ready to go beyond. Some of them ready to go beyond. The, The last time I spoke to them last week, the leader that was telling me with what they are getting there, they want to leave their work with the disciples there and their first generation disciples so that they can move to Burkina. So he was asking me, and I was telling him that for now, uh, because of financing, they should manage there for some time. Yeah. One stage at a time. So so these are zealous young people who 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 want to do the work. But sometimes the means is also an issue yeah so now the next uh the next dts we have that scheduled right 
Yes, we are looking forward to uh, next year to be able to start the next DTS. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're shooting for uh, early June, maybe, to start that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's one other thing that I forgot to mention that you uh, that you have that is very, uh, it's just amazing, and that is your TV station. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I yeah. remember when the first time I arrived there, I had flown yeah. all night. And they picked me up at the airport, and the first thing they do is they took me to the TV station to be interviewed by you after flying all night. <laughs> that's quite a TV station, and that's another opportunity for you to get the gospel out, right? Yes, so we are trying to use that medium uh, to promote the need uh, to, uh, to make disciples. So that is what... Yeah. So the TV station is mostly watched by already Christians because yeah. most of the people that watch the Christian television stations are those who are already Christian. So we, yeah. we, we are selective with the kind of content we play on it. So we want to use that medium to send messages to the churches that there are a lot of unrich people that they can make disciples to reach out to them. So that is yeah. what we are missing that for. But if we are getting, if we are looking for the real people who really need the salvation message, we can't get them to watch the TV. We are there at the rural areas, rural communities. So the only way to get them is to train people and send them to the field. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That I think that that TV station, too, is a great way of recruiting students to come for the training. Yeah, it's helped a lot. When we make, uh, we play uh, advert on it for the training, uh, people respond. Because uh, yeah. I think the last DTS we have, most of the people that came, they were, they, they got to hear about the training through the TV station. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I've told you this, but I, I just have sensed from the Lord, I think we'll have 50 students at the next DTS. 50. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe just training that. people how to make disciples who make disciples. We'll see this movement really begin to gain even greater momentum. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah. That is so good. So you had mentioned earlier that uh, you're going to go up to New York today and do some training there for the same type of training, right? Disciple making. Yes. So now we know we have been working at the, in Africa and then we have been also, our focus has been on the Islamic and the traditional strongholds and things like that. Yeah. So I've been talking to a couple of people about how they can also turn their houses, those who own their own houses, how to turn their houses into uh, a house church by inviting their family and friends and people connected to them so that they can share the simple tools like the, uh, the three circle, broken world, uh, perfect yeah. world, and these things. So some of these tools I've, I've shared with them how to influence their oil calls and then share yep. that gospel to them. So these people have shared with them. And so now they are ready to start. 
And so they they are about three different families and they make a request that if I can have two days for them and meet them uh, and then share with them how to use the tools. And so I schedule this weekend. And so this weekend I have to go and meet them and then we see how it goes. But we are believing God that uh, as it is working in Africa, it will also work in North North America. Amen. That is so good. Well, that is fantastic. It's so exciting to see uh, what is happening in Ghana. And most people have no idea that there is a movement beginning, especially in those areas you mentioned, reached areas that are Islamic. That is just uh, so encouraging. So I just want to thank you, Papa Nee, for your leadership. You uh, You have really... That's an amazing job. You've got really good staff, and uh, it's just been so encouraging to see what is happening over there. <laughs> we, we we also appreciate you and uh, and the team, especially the first school, the the mighty team you brought to us. Uh, Cassidy, Josh, they came to stay there almost for three weeks, and they were <laughs> amazing, amazing. So. We, we, we love yeah. them and all the team that came, Steve, and all of them. Uh, Fred, yeah. they all did amazing work. And uh, we, we cannot forget how impactful they have been to the team and and the, the fruit that the seed that you sown is bearing on the mission field. Amen. That is so good. Well, I'm just going to pray for Ghana now, and then mm-hmm. we can finish this up. So, Lord, I just uh, thank you for popping me for his leadership. I uh, thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in Ghana as house churches are beginning to multiply uh, in the Accra area, but now also in the north among uh, Muslims who have not had a chance to hear the gospel before. So we ask you, Lord, to continue to bless this ministry, uh, to financially bless them, to protect them. Uh, to continue to give them good training so that more and more people can be equipped to go. So we're just, we ask you, Lord, to bless and protect the ministry in Ghana and beyond, to Burkina and Mali and Tunisia and everywhere, Lord, there in those Islamic areas. So thank you, Lord, for how you are using Papani. It is amazing. We ask your blessing on him and his family, Lord. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good seeing you. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless you. My greetings to Jane and the family there. Amen. Thank you, brother.